This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome to the Best of the Men's Room podcast. Let the shenanigans begin. What person made you hate the name blank or who or what ruined your name? 206-421-ROCK. Hello, Alan. Welcome to the Men's Room. Hola. So I didn't meet one. I met two total D-bags named Claudio. You met two Claudios in your life? Yeah, and it was within about the period of a year. That's a very Uh, common Italian last name. Yeah, last name, but first name. That shocks me. Yeah. uh, The first one I met uh, on a Craigslist ad as uh, just trying to get a band going together. This dude was a burnout, a uh, terrible bassist, um, manipulative as hell, and uh, ended up stealing one of my songs and a couple of my uh, bandmate songs. That's what, did, what did he do with them? Uh, he ended up re- re- he ended up releasing them on a couple of different things, but the band like got disbanded like as soon as they finished recording everything. All right. Well, as long as you know, like anything else, you can steal something, but if you suck or you're not any good at it, nobody. Yeah, cares. but now you can't do it. Well, well nobody yeah, yeah, care. Yeah, yeah, you right. care. Right. If you yeah. steal my TV, then my TV does not work in your home. Like, no one else cares. I still care. Right. Yeah. You know, what the hell? So, two Claudios, to be honest with you, again, if we're playing a game show and you said, here's three different people and one of them is Claudio, and you say, which one do you think sucks the most? I, I would think Claudio. Claudio. I've just never heard it used as a first name. It's Claudia. So, for me, it's just an Italian family where I grew up that had a, a ton of hot daughters. So it's not a negative connotation to me. Right. So like, you're dating a Claudio, good for you. I do not like the name Claudia. And I've not even thought about the name Claudia until I just said it now, which took me back to elementary school. She didn't really mean to me. She was just kind of a crappy person. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So when I hear that name now, and again, if you're a Claudia, I apologize. I just assume you suck. You're not even like a bad person. You just kind of suck. The female name that scares me because it was a girl that could just beat my ass all through school. She was Belinda. Belinda? And, of course, I never egged Belinda on at all. Right. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, exactly, because she would give it to me, so I'd give it right back to her and, you know, do the whole thing because whatever. But she, I mean, legitimately, physically, could probably beat up anybody in that school. So whenever I hear Belinda, I'm like, don't mess with Belinda. That's what I feel about Betty. Same thing. And her name was Betty White. She was not the Betty White you picture, but she had big-ass gold earrings that said Betty in case you misunderstood when she introduced her. But I watched her beat this dude's ass in homeroom, and I'm like, man— that name forever, forever, I just assume. It's not that she could beat your ass, it's that she will. Well, the thing about Belinda was she could throw rights and lefts. Mm-hmm. So she ground and pounded, man. Once she got you down, boom, 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 boom. You couldn't believe that she had that strong of a left. 
being right-handed. I mean, like, oh, man, it, it was coming from both sides. You, yeah, for sure. And also, as a boy, you don't want to punch a woman, so you just kind of sit there and take it. <laughs> even in even in you know right. elementary school, like I'm not going to hit Belinda, but Belinda's just wailing on me. That's why names too sometimes can have a shelf life. Like there might be a name that you you don't like for a while, but if you're not you don't see that person anymore after a while, it's like all right, that name's fine again. Yeah, it, it kind of depends on the interaction that you had with them. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. I, I can forgive a few people now. Then there's other names I'm like nope. Never get through it, man. Just don't like it. What person made you hate the name blank or who or what ruined your name? 206-421-ROCK. Guess who it is, Ted? James. James. Welcome to the men's room. Hola. 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 Uh, I'm, I'm actually calling uh, on my wife's behalf. Um, she hates the name James, doesn't she? Not, I mean, not too much to marry me, but, uh, you know, um, it's actually her name. So her, she's Vietnamese. And her mom is very old school Vietnamese. So all of her siblings have really like strong Vietnamese names. All right. And her name is pronounced Jung, but it's actually spelled D-U-N-G. Dung. Oh. And so the, the bad part about it, when she was little, she tells the story all the time when she was little and in school. They had an assignment where if your name is in the dictionary, you have to look it up and then do a presentation on what your name means. Oh, no. <laughs> so, so the thing is, is she tells the teacher, she gets really pissed off because one of her classmates says, here, I found your name. It means poop. And, you know, of course, she's like, what? What, what do you mean? And they show it to her, and it says D-U-N-G, done. It means Manure, basically. And so she says she runs home at that moment, goes to her mom, and I think she's probably like 13 or 14 at this at this time, but she cusses her mom out saying, why did you name me this? I hate this name. And after that, after her, all of her other siblings that are younger than her have American names. Okay. Oh, now, really? James, now let me ask you a question about your name. Do you hate it when people take an assumption that, like, back to the doctor's office scenario. Right. If I come in and go, Jim. Right. Or I call you Jimmy. I mean, do you even react? Because a lot of people do that. Just they'll say a J- they'll see James. But a lot of Jameses are Jamies. There's all kinds sure. of different variations on them. But do people do that to you? Um, you know, I'm really easygoing at an older age in my life. But when I was a kid, I was uh, Jimmy, Jimmy Joe. Uh, my nickname, actually, growing up in my family was Jim Bob. Because my second, my middle name is Robert, so it would it would be Jimmy or anything and stuff like that. Now, um, if someone says, "Hey, Jim," then I'd, I'd be like, "No, it's it's James. I'm grown. I have a 401k. And- <laughs> <laughs> I'm a responsible person now." I was gonna say, what age did you go from Jimmy slash Jim to James? Yeah. How old were you? Uh, Jimmy, Jimmy, Joe. Uh oh. Oh. I think we lost Jim. Yeah, we lost uh, Fast Jimmy. I'm always curious, like, what's the age? I mean, when I was real little, my parents may have called me Stevie. Actually, they didn't call me Stevie. They just called me Steve then. But other relatives would call me Stevie. And by about age nine, everyone just called me Steven. And to this day, no one in my family calls me Steve. How many no variations one. of your name do you have that you that other people call you? So I've, I counted one All time. I have it's is... It's probably over ten. I only have... the. I have Stephen... Pier- it doesn't matter what part of the family go to. It's Stephen, except my one aunt who calls me Stephen Gregory. And so that's there's all that's she's two rides, but then there's Steve. ever said. 
But no one of my family. Has anyone calls ever me called Sue. you Hill? No. Okay. No one's ever called me by my last name. I've heard Monty before. Right. Forgot. Uh, Eminem because it's Miles Montgomery. <laughs> I've heard Milo, uh, Miles. Oh God, what else? Miley. What about family members? That's basically what it is. My uncle calls me Milo. Uh, people that call me Monty that are friends. Eminem. Uh, people call me that. They're friends. Uh, miles to go. Right. <laughs> it was just. I always like it when somebody, and sometimes I get an email. Email that'll be like, "Listen up, Theodore. You got something I wrong." And I just, I just stop right there. It's not even my freaking name. Right. <laughs> but it, not, he was the worst chipmunk. When people call me Theodore, <laughs> well, I'm just like, no. Which one was he? Oh, was he the chubby? He was a chipmunk. Was he right? the chubby yeah. one with the glasses? Yeah. He sucked. No, si- he was the chubby one. Simon had glasses, but Theodore was the worst chipmunk. Why was he so bad? <laughs> He was a I, bitch. Yeah, he was. Was he That's like what, the snarf of the chipmunk? And it's just like, it's not my name. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's no Theodore anywhere in my name. Would you be as upset about it if that particular chipmunk did not suck? No, if Theodore had Alvin Energy, call me Theodore. But that's it, Alvin, Alvin Energy. Energy. That's got big Alvin Suck. Energy. He got no play. <laughs> Connect with the guys. Find the men's room at facebook.com slash the men's room. Now, back to the men's room on the men's room radio network. Time to open wide and sample Ted's meat and potatoes. Now, here's your host, head chef of the men's room. The Ted Nugent. Head chef and half. Thank you, folks. Thank you. Anybody getting hungry for Thanksgiving yet? No. All day yeah, long. All are. day long in that men's room poll. Yeah. They're getting yeah. hungry. Now I'll date myself and sound old. Nowadays you can Google stuff and find mm-hmm. out answers. Back in my, well, not back in my day, but I remember uh, for a while it was pretty cool. Butterball had a hotline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you could call yeah. them 24 hours a day around around Thanksgiving and ask for advice on how to cook your turkey. I feel like the majority of those numbers were people calling and they said, it's frozen. How long do I cook it for? And they said, sir, put down the phone. You're screwed. Yeah. And they went through this every year. If you're call- and, they, and they would do this. Like, hey, if you call us Thanksgiving Day to tell us that your turkey's frozen, we can't help you. Is mm-hmm. it right? I mean, just- order Chinese food. Right. It's physically impossible. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Google released its Thanksgiving report on everything from football to how-to questions that people have been Googling. Now, the top Thanksgiving-related search has been Thanksgiving sites. Okay. All right. All right. Which makes sense because, like, we always say, like, the turkey's there. It's the the showpiece, but right. it's not the it's not the favorite one. That is exactly you know correct. What I mean? Nobody nobody sits around. Like, if you run out of turkey, like you run out of turkey. Unless you do yep. the deep yep. fried or the smoked, but assuming it's a traditional turkey, everyone's like, eh. Uh, second was Thanksgiving movies, and then the top sides they're searching for included stuffing, mashed potatoes, and green bean casserole. Quick question: Do they talk about any of the Thanksgiving movies? I just, I'm no. trying to think of a Thanksgiving movie. Well, to me, Charlie Brown, right? I mean, but that's a 30 minute special that will not be aired on network TV this year. I just read. You can go to like that. Apple Plus or Disney, whoever owns it now. You can stream it, but it, but I'm trying, like there's Christmas movies, there are Halloween movies. I just Miles, you brought up plane, trains, and automobiles, but are they is he trying to get home for Christmas or is he getting home for Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving, that's right. I, so that's oh, a Thanksgiving oh, movie. Right, one. That's a Thanksgiving movie. Now look, I and it's Thanksgiving night. I know a lot of people now will start watching Christmas movies on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. You, you turn the corner. Yeah. 
But you're right. I can't think of too many specific just Thanksgiving movies. No. Uh, like I said, we they, need to make one. We'll call it the Jab Turkey. <laughs> the Jab Turkey. <laughs> well, I guess Trading Places is kind of a Thanksgiving movie. No, that's Christmas. Home for the holidays. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm sure there's a bunch of them we're not thinking of that are like rom coms and something. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, thrill you at you just mentioned smoking turkey. The top turkey cooking techniques we're reading up on are how to smoke a turkey, how to deep fry them is also a popular search right now. Smoked turkey is delicious. And like there's a barbecue place on the East Coast called Mission Barbecue. Mm-hmm. They their their barbecue's good. Their turkey is unreal. And and I think they it's a barbecue place, so obviously they smoke it, but smoked turkeys are pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. I've had it once and it's a, one of my dad's best friends that he's known. Jesus Christ, for like 75 years now. We visited him one Thanksgiving. He's a Texas boy, so it was deep-fried turkey, regular turkey, which no one really touched, and a smoked turkey. And, and, I mean, it was unbelievable. Right, and I think also now with all the pellet smokers and stuff, I feel mm. like smoked turkeys are going to be a much bigger deal. And I good, hope so. And that's awesome. They should be. Uh, I would also seriously remind people that deep-frying a turkey at your house is very dangerous a drop of water, you know, a couple right. drops of water get in there, you're going to have overflowing hot oil and, and, and burn your house down. Mm-hmm. So do it at your neighbor's house. Yeah. Right. So if you're going to try it, make sure you know what you're doing. I know a lot of people that do it every year and sure. know what they're doing. You but like also, a, You know, like a huge concrete patio slab or yeah. a driveway, something that you can just make sure. Just and it's also tougher here in the Northwest because generally we're going to have some rain on Thanksgiving. Yeah, that's one of the, one of the hard parts about here. Correct. Because I want a deep fried turkey. There you go. There's my Seattle complaint. I want a deep fried turkey <laughs> on Thanksgiving. Uh, the top how-to questions overall include how to make stuffing, how to cook a turkey. Then I like this one. It says how to catch a turkey. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Good luck with that. Which I've known people that hunt turkey. Sure. I've never known anybody to go out with their bare hands and be like, I caught it. You can't. I don't hear people say that. I, like you said, everybody, ah, we're going turkey hunting. Okay, now we're going turkey hunting. Well, not only that, but if you try to kill a turkey, you typically use a shotgun. Probably should not, but that's the that's the season, at least in West Virginia. And the feathers are so, the way they're layered and everything, buckshot will fly off of them. Right. So it's if unless you hit where you need to hit, which is in the breast, which is not where you want to put a bunch of BBs, it's pretty hard to kill a turkey. In the neck, yeah, if you get that I shot. have eaten. I have eaten a freshly killed turkey in upstate Pennsylvania. How was it? It was good, but my buddy, my buddy's dad just goes, hey, be careful. There might be some pellets in there still. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, great. And then halfway during dinner, I said, I've never shot a gun before. And he goes, this was a hunting camp. And he yes. goes, you've never shot a gun? I go, no. And he goes, all right, everybody put down their forks and knives. Oh. Went outside. He chucked up a clay pigeon, and I shot it. Yeah. Pull. They yeah. interrupted dinner so you could shoot a gun. Correct. Put down the forks and knives. See, Mr. Adams was just kind of one of those guys, man. Okay. Like, he, he wanted you to learn and just, like, he, he was just shocked. Like, he's like, you've never shot a gun. I was like, I haven't. I'm not legally. Point. I mean, not a son of a human. <laughs> uh, how to make stuffing. You know, I'm lucky. Like, I'm just one of those people. Like, I wouldn't say I'm a good cook, but I could sit and watch other people cook and pick up on their techniques. Right, understand what they're doing. So, like, now I've made stuffing enough or dressing, as we used to call it, mm. that I know what my mom puts in it. But a lot of times, that was just being a kid sitting in the kitchen and just watching other watching people do, do it. Right? Yeah. I mean, I did it Sunday night. I was like, ooh, that's a reverse sear on a steak. So sometimes, that, that's the way I learn things. It's easier to watch people do them. But yeah, if you've never made stuffing, it seems like a super scary idea, but I promise you, it's it's not that hard what, to do. What, is the, what, what are the, uh, the, 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 the main seasonings that you put into stuffing? Parsley. What's it? 
parsley, poultry seasoning, thyme, salt, pepper, a little bit of oregano. Ah, oh, there's something else I'm forgetting. Sage? Sage. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was okay. like, I know there's some brown It's got to be stuff. sage in there. Here's the other thing. You well, it's funny. We know someone named Sage, co-worker of ours. So every time you say that, like you're just grinding she's her just up. Sitting in the, she's just sitting in the <laughs> Sitting pan. inside the turkey. I'm here. Well, and you could buy the pre-made kind of stuff in. Like this, the bread's already stale. My technique is I like on Wednesday night, I'll sit in my house and I'll break up a couple loaves of bread, a couple uh, uh, hamburger packages too to get some chunkier yeah, pieces yeah, yeah. in there. You break all that up. Then you add a lot of the dry seasoning, sit that out overnight so it kind of stales up. And in the morning when you start melting down your celery, your onions, and all your butter, you kind of add that on top and mix through. Yeah. I would. All, I say it every time, and I know Thrill is annoyed with me saying this, but especially with your stuffing, we can always add more salt. We cannot take it out. I'm not tired of you saying it. It needs to be said. <laughs> yeah. I'm honest, for, for all food. Yeah. It is. I've just, I, I have made stuffing once where I was like, this is way too, like, even for, I was like, this, I, it was almost unedible. It was so salty. Mm. And then you got to go through a long process to try to cut salt out of bread. Yes, you do. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, the top pies we're Googling pumpkin, apple, pecan, sweet potato, and cranberry. Pumpkin cranberry, is. No, I don't think I've ever had a cranberry pie. I believe that would be a big uh, Northeast kind of thing. Okay. With the cranberry uh, well, balls yeah, yeah, and all right, that. Makes we got to get rid of the damn we cranberries. Do, I can't believe we don't have pogs, uh, pogs, bogs in the Pacific Northwest. It seems like just as far as the temperature, the uh, sure. climate and everything, we're very not similar to Maine because they get a lot more snow. But you would think. But maybe that's part of it. Well, maybe that, yeah, maybe that plays into how the, the bog system works. It might know. just be where berries grow, too, because we have a lot of blackberries out here. But I don't know. I don't know. The fre- fresh cranberries might just gr- be from that area. Okay. You know? Uh, also, I got into a massive argument. Pumpkin or, or cherry? And people were like, pumpkin pie trash and this and that. And I was like. <laughs> as far as the pie? Yeah. Well, they're both very different. I mean, they're right, so say Pick one. Oh, pumpkin. Yeah. See, day. I'm with you 100%. I know. Yeah. People are dumb. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Other trendy desserts include mini apple pies, chocolate pecan pie. That's bread pudding. You can never go wrong with bread pudding. Pumpkin, uh, pumpkin chocolate chip cookies and carrot cake. I would uh, give a shout out to my friend Stacy. She's been making mini apple pies I, for us uh, at their house. I bet for the last six years. I feel nice. like you brought that up for the last few years. Going, dude, it just it's fantastic. It's individual size. Kind yeah, of thing. she even has like a little uh, like the lattice on top. Hmm. Wow. Yeah, and there, I don't know how to explain it. There's some, it just feels better when you get your own personal one. There's nothing wrong with a slice of pie, but it's like, oh look, this is my pie, <laughs> mine. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Thrill. I know you're interested. What are the trendy drinks this year? I have no like. So unless how- it's spicing eggnog, I know punches get kind of big this time of year, but I just I don't know what they are. So hot buttered rums in there. Ooh, okay. Which. I always thought that was a traditional kind of holiday morning beverage. Because I only ever see it at Thanksgiving mm-hmm. or Christmas. Yep. Uh, apple cider mojitos. Hmm. That sounds pretty good. I'd give it a try. No doubt. People are saying there's cranberry bogs all over here. Oh. I'm an idiot. <laughs> yeah. All right. I didn't know. No, I asked. I, yeah, didn't, I didn't know, know either. I didn't know. I was like, I guess they don't grow here. Yeah. <laughs> pumpkin martinis in pumpkin pie pudding shots. Oh, come on. Yeah. And then here you go. Cranberry, cranberry sangria. I think I've had that before. I, I think I had that when I was in PA a couple of years ago. Yeah. And also, you get one of those pumpkin chocolates for Steve. <laughs> you could also always uh, take like a bottle of, what's it, mole wine, whatever yeah, that they yeah, drink yeah. in the Christmas time or whatever. You could take that, dump that over a bunch of ice and stuff, and you basically have a sangria. Mm-hmm. All right. 
Uh, some people were Googling Thanksgiving parade, Thanksgiving football. The other interesting thing is the type of stuffing each state is Googling more than the others. Uh, can't list them all, but cornbread stuffing dominates the South, right? Makes sense. Turkey stuffing or sausage stuffing is big in a lot of states. I know sausage stuffing is huge. I've never actually people made it. People say the men's room, original, uh, men's room sausage from Uli's in stuffing is fantastic. That makes sense. Now, South Carolina, I get why you Googled this. But Kansas and Missouri, stop Googling oyster stuffing. It's great. There is no oysters near you. You get them in a can. I know. Yeah, I know. And no, you're, juice. you're right. It just it's seems more, odd it's, that uh, Kansas and Missouri yeah. are like, hey, what should we do with all these oysters? I think the stuffing on that end is more about the oyster juice more so than the actual oyster. It, have you had oyster stuffing? I've never had it. I like oysters. I had it middle of Pennsylvania. Again, there are no oysters to be found, but holy essence. Is it not overpowering? That's when you really don't want to add any salt. It's really not, man. I thought it would be overpowering. I tried it to be nice, and then I basically ate probably half of the amount that they had. Mm -hmm. Huh. All right. Yeah, I I thought it was great, man. Good stuff. There you go. I'm hungry now. Thank you, Head Chef. We appreciate it. You are listening to The Men's Room. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Reach out to the guys on Twitter at Men's Room Live. Now, back to the Men's Room on the Men's Room Radio Network. What person made you hate the name blank or who or what ruined your name? 206-421-ROCK. Guy here says, hola, my name is Forrest. So I'm sure you can understand how that was quickly ruined. We know Forrest. By Tom Hanks. Look, here's the thing. Be glad it was Tom Hanks, friend. All right? People like Tom Hanks because remember, originally, think how much worse this would be for you. The role was originally supposed to go to John Travolta. I mean, Forrest. Forrest Gump. Well, we knew a Forrest. We worked with him. I don't think I ever dropped a Forrest joke on him because, like, you can't say, run, Forrest, run. I don't think Forrest could run. Nah, dude always showed up. You'd invite him to a dinner party. I don't think he gets a box of chocolate thing either. And he showed up with food in his mouth. Still had something. Like, dude, you're here for dinner. It didn't matter. <laughs> he brought snacks. He just had a streak. Of, like, Yeah, there was like three times I saw him, and it was like there was already something on his shirt. Always. Always a stain <laughs> on his shirt. Like, what is going on? 
<laughs> what person made you hate the name blank or who or what ruined your name? 206-421-ROM. Right, and I don't know that he was actually, like, had just been, it just seemed like he would, his shirt somehow got stained before he got there. Always. And he was a very, like, specific person, so I know he did his laundry all the time. Oh, yeah. He, very anal retentive. He's yeah. as far away from Forrest Gump as you could get. Yeah. Hello, Hank. Welcome to the men's room. Hola, bichola. Hola. Hey, Hank. <laughs> so the name Hector uh, got on my nerves. Hector. I met this guy. And why is that? High I'm 50 years old. I met this guy in high school back in 1986. He was just a dweeb. There, there was something wrong with him. Uh, but he graduated high school. I mean, got to give him that. But, man, every time he would come around, you know, you have a group of friends, you know, that everybody hangs around. But they see this guy coming. Oh, man, here comes Hector. Well, I thought I got rid of this guy after high school. My sister asked me, hey, you, got, you know this guy named Hector? He went to school with you. And I just want to be cordial. Yeah, I knew he's a nice guy. Well, she ends up marrying the guy. No! Oh! <laughs> that Hector? The one that you couldn't stand. Yeah. You shouldn't have talked him up. Man, this guy, man, he, he just wasn't all there. You know, my wife's uh, uh, grandpa passed away, and we're looking for songs for his funeral. And he would say something stupid like, what about Key Sweat? Make it last forever. And he <laughs> laugh about it. I go, you freaking idiot. My wife wanted to punch him out, you know. Just Key Sweat. He would do all the time, you know. And, man, I couldn't get rid of this guy until he he got COVID and he passed away like two years ago. Oh, God. Oh, I couldn't get oh, rid damn. of this guy until COVID. There's a positive COVID story. COVID killed Hector. Oh, my God. How long was your... Uh, I couldn't get rid of this how guy. How long was your sister married to Hector? Oh, my God. Uh, well, until he got COVID. Uh, right. Like five years, and so did you kind of then, then, then the then the Dewey would show up even after they uh, broke up, and he would show up to our uh, mom's house and his mother in law's house, and he would just hang out, and and even my mother was like, "Oh my God, Hector was here, man! I couldn't get rid of him." <laughs> well, well, COVID did the job then. Jesus, yeah. finally COVID. I do feel like I've never the heard name. anybody say that. I know, but the way he Couldn't described Hector is how I would picture a guy named Hector. But it, it, not necessarily the worst guy in the world, but somebody just always around. Yeah, like, no, 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 no. He's not going to steal from me. He's I, not going to take my wife. He's just annoying. Doesn't sound like there's any ill intent. Just, right. just the annoying factor. That's what I mean. Your name's Hector. Like you're just a dumbass. What? Tell what person made you hate the name blank, or who, or what ruined your name? Two zero six four two one. Right. Have I have any thoughts on Hector? Really? Uh, I just assume you know, just a dude. Yeah, forget nice guy. But like he was saying, just like. You're not doing anything wrong. I just don't like you. Drink beers with Hector. Just because he's there. Yeah, he's there when you got there. But Hector. But he's going to start talking to you first here's before the thing. you talk to him. This is what I picture of Hector. I don't know Hector. I'm at a bar. It's daytime. There are 18 bar stools open. Hector sits next to you and strikes up a conversation. Exactly. That's what I picture that's, that's what I'm saying. Hector's he's going to talk to you first. That sits he, next to you on the bus, even though there's all these empty right. seats. Well, Hector also starts a conversation, and even if you have a friend or whatever uh, around, uh, he'll still talk to you both. He, he won't stop talking. Ever. Right. Period. Mm-hmm. And then before you leave, he's going to want to exchange numbers. I know that guy. Right. I, I definitely know that guy. <laughs> what person made you hate the name blank, or who or what ruined your name? 206-421-ROCK. Hello, Taylor. Welcome to the men's room. Hola. 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 Hey, uh, I'll say real quick. Uh, I I brought you guys the Loretta's. Did you guys enjoy those burgers? Oh, love oh yeah, yeah, man! Yeah, Hell fantastic. Yeah. How can you go wrong with that? I just making sure you guys put it off for so long. Right? Oh yeah, no, that was uh, that's fantastic. I I I was there a handful of times, and then you brought those in. And I think I'm pretty sure I already eaten lunch. Didn't matter. 
We'd all eat lunch, and yeah. then we all ate the red Exactly. Taylor, I also like that you brought in like the doubles. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I got to get back down there. <laughs> anyway, I'll, I'll I'll jump right to the point. Uh, so obviously, my name's Taylor, so I've got that going for me. Um, originally, my mom thought she was having a girl, so I was gonna be named Brooke, and then I came out and they're like, "Oh, it's got three legs." Uh, <laughs> That's medical speak, mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, I guess my mom was a fan of Taylor Dane at the time. Was that, oh. is that Tell It To My Heart? Was that her song? Does Taylor that mean you were Dane. born with big lips? Yeah, I loved her when I was uh, like 12. I've got a, like a, a, not a small upper lip, but my fiance, Brittany, she keeps telling me my lip, upper lip is small, so keep the mustache. So, oh, damn. Oh. Thanks, thanks, baby. Thanks, baby. Wow. You tell her to do the same. So you guys are a Taylor and a Brittany. Now, this is going to sound yeah. bad, but say, I don't know you. My wife knows you guys. and We get the wedding invitation. And it says, hey, join us for the marriage of Taylor and Brittany. Just me being judgmental. It's your lesbian couple I'd be friends. Like, do not plus one me on this. Don't yeah. plus one me. Oh, trust me. I get it even for my friends. They're like, dude, you know it says Taylor and Brittany on there. I'm like, yeah, that's our names, but I get it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, um, I know a couple named Jesse and Jamie. And mm-hmm. people, even our friends have trouble keeping it apart. Really? Because they're both can be either man right. or woman. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. We've well, got, like... Go ahead. We've got terrible pop star names. Like you guys do. Taylor I mean, Swift. obviously, Britney Spears. But I, Ta- think- I mean, Taylor, you do both have kind of those names. But I've hung out with you guys. Like you're cool enough. You you get past it. Cool enough. Mm-hmm. We're, we're pretty enough. <laughs> God damn it. Cool you, enough. I, again, that was a compliment. Now, if you're right, a douchebag, let me ask your opinion, Ted. You've seen him with the mustache. Does he have a tiny upper lip? Is Britney right? I think Britney's just being mean to him. <laughs> But they're a good couple. She's That's, mean. Yeah, she is mean. <laughs> she's dude. mean. Okay. <laughs> she right. She's yeah. mean. She's not being mean to you. She's just mean <laughs> she's in just general. Mean in right. general. She did ride that bike though. God, yeah. And look, I have a cousin named Brittany, <laughs> and she's a smoke show. She's a real good looking chick. Not particularly. Not a bubblehead. Like I don't Asian think. I don't think you can be anything other if your name is Brittany. But it's weird. Is there an ugly Brittany out there? I just think it's a lot of pressure to look good. But I mean, look, Taylor's Brittany's helping the hot Brittany thing. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And all I mean, like, if you name your kid Brittany, all right? I mean, this this is a newborn. They're still covered in afterbirth and slime, and they're all wrinkly and look like a wet thumb. And somehow, once you name your daughter Brittany, like, it's like a magic wand. Like, she's mm-hmm. going to grow up to be gorgeous. Yep. Even oh, but I was in grade school. My second, eighth grade year, there was a Brittany. Mm-hmm. And everybody in this class, they had been with her the whole time, and they kind of made fun of her, right? But you're like that age, 14. Yeah. Right side? So I don't know if she got a little taller or whatever, but I was always like, I don't know why everybody calls her ugly, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Like, by the time we graduated high school, she was a smoke show. Because her name's Brittany. I feel like if you meet a Brittany who's uh, three, you just say, listen, I know kids are making fun of you right now. By the time you graduate high school, by the time you're 22, I can't explain it, you're just going to be stunning. So what is the male equivalent of that? I've got a theory on it. Of a, a Brittany? Uh, Where if way, I name my kid... If you name your son this, he's probably more than likely... It's just an... I associate it with you being attractive. Or being a, being a good attractive, guy. I don't know, but I feel like if you name your kid Max, whether they're attractive oh. or not, they will be confident enough that they do well. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, so my, just, my experience with that wasn't exactly that. But. What Max? Yeah, he worked with Max. Oh God, that's yeah. right. He yeah. <laughs> Want more of the men's room? Download the new podcast from Miles and Thrill: The Greatest Story Never Told. Available on Radio.com. Hello, Marshall. Welcome to the men's room. Hey, how you guys doing? Hola. Hola. Marshall, you sober or not sober? 
All right, Marshall. What uh, what are you not doing for Thanksgiving? Stuffing, mashed potatoes, pie, or gravy? Uh, I'm getting rid of gravy. Gravy, golly! Gravy. Come on, Marshall. I expected better than that, man. Yeah. Giving we'll up gravy, gravy on everything. All right, here is your question. Spanish flu was responsible for one-third of all soldiers' deaths during what war? World War One. And he's gone. Well, now we got a one and done for you. Let's give you a uh, true and false question for you. True and false. Or. or. What? True or false. What the hell did I say? True and false. True and false. Well, then it's any answer you want. All right, true or false, the official <laughs> unit of measurement for one million years is a mega annus. A mega what? Mega annus. A-N-N-U-S. I say true. All right, very good. Game is big dummy. 206 421 Rock. Hello, Dana. Welcome to the men's room. Hola. Hola. Dana, are you sober or not sober? I'm sober. Dana, welcome to Big Dummy. All right, Dana, you get to get rid of one for Thanksgiving dinner. Stuffing, mashed potatoes, pie, or gravy? Pie. Pie. Jeez, man. What's your all time favorite pie? Lemon meringue. Not bad. I like coconut cream. I think that's my all-time oh. favorite pie. Miles, I have to disagree with your pie choices. I'm a weird pie Banana guy. cream, <laughs> coconut cream. I mean, banana cream is very good. I love key lime pie. But I do, too. I just don't know if I could rank them above a good piece of apple or pecan. Would you take pecan over pumpkin or sweet potato? Yes. I think I would go if pecan it down first. It, yeah. Well, you uh, can never go wrong with a hot pie. No matter what it is, if it's hot and out of the oven, a hot pie is delicious. As long as you got your vanilla ice cream. Pumpkin's better when it's hot. Pecan's better when it's hot. I don't know that Apple's I often eat a, hot. a hot pie, though. I feel like usually they've been sitting out. Yeah, I don't know if I've had a hot pop, pumpkin pop pie. They in the oven like for 20 minutes right before, like right after like dinner. Like pumpkin pie? Yeah. No. no. Get no. out of here. No. I eat warm pumpkin pie. Really? Mine's usually mm. just room temperature. Yeah, it's all cr- brown and crispy. Delicious. What's the one that has the vanilla icing on top? Is that Dutch apple pie? Oh, man. I'm, the I'm Dutch. Little... Or is that Alamode? No, it's on the pie. Oh, the Alamode means you're adding ice, ice cream. cream. <laughs> we make everything Alamode. <laughs> All right, Dana. Here is I know question. that one, Mike. <laughs> what disability did Beethoven begin to suffer starting around age 26? I, I thought he was going deaf. I was talking about the dog. It was rabies. But I'll give you this. <laughs> oh, there we go. Another one and done. All right, but wait, wait, wait. Let's see what we got here. Let's see what we got here. All right, uh, let's do a 50-50 shot on this bad boy. All right. True or false? The exploding shell was created by a, na- a man named Henry Shrapnel. False. Oh, I'm afraid that is true. true. Not the legacy you want to leave, but... Or maybe it is. I guess. It's hard to know. Hello, Stuart. Welcome to the men's room. Hey, go Vikings. Hola. Stuart, are you sober or not sober? I'm sober. Okay, Stuart. Stuart. That Jefferson guy is pretty good. He's all right. Did you have any idea the Vikings would be as solid as they've been so mm. far? Oh, man, I see. I bleed purples. So, like, even when they have people like Kristen Ponder, I still think that they're going to do well. Yeah. 
He, right, well, that's fair. Jefferson's on track to break uh, uh, the, the, the Calvin Johnson single season yardage. And that's saying something. Record, yeah, it is. All right, Tess, Stuart, what do you, you know, want to do? Tyreek Hill doesn't beat him to it. Oh, yeah. let's get rid of mashed potatoes. Jesus, God, man. <laughs> I'm telling you. Savage. Out of those, that list, I think mashed potatoes is the one that gets it. That's the one I have to take away, too. Yeah. There you go. Man, if I take away the gravy, ah. then the mashed potatoes and the turkey. I mean, the mashed potatoes are fine. The turkey is just the same dry ass bird we eat every damn year. <laughs> All right. If I take away the turkey, that's got mashed potatoes and gravy, actually, which isn't bad. Ah. But also, think but about the-, the next day. No potatoes, no problem. You need the turkey, you need the stuffing. Mm-hmm. Got to make that sandwich. Rolls report. Rolls are burning. So many solid points. Mm-hmm. You're a smart man. All right, here is your. We'll find out. Here is well, your question. Yeah, no. yeah. Who directed the 1999 movie Office Space? Directed it? Uh, man, I, I wouldn't even have the first idea. I'll uh, give you a hint. My second idea. Yeah, yeah. He also created Beavis and Butthead, Idiocracy, King of the Hill. Oh, my, oh my God. Uh, yeah, his, his name is one of those names where you tell me, and I'm going to go, yeah, that guy. Um, I, then I won't tell you. I don't, I don't want to piss you off, so we'll just, we'll just let it go. People speak to him. All right. We'll just, we'll just let that one go and let everyone else uh, go through what I'm going through right now. I'm not going to tell you. Well, wait. Okay. I'll let you know before we hang out. So I'm going to tell you two. now. Question we'll distract you. Okay. Question number two. What is the capital of New Mexico? Damn it. With the state capital, you guys did this to me last time I was on. <laughs> what, was this, what was the state we asked you last time? Kentucky. It was the one that you uh, said that you do every four weeks. Kentucky. That's Kentucky, yeah. And I honestly yeah. cannot remember again. Frankfurt. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I lost that one right away. Right. It was in New Mexico, Alameda. I don't know. Albuquerque. Nope. Santa Fe. No. Santa Fe. Santa Fe. I thought it was Albuquerque, too. All right, let's step back one. The man who directed Office Space, created Beavis and Butthead, Idiocracy, etc., was Mike Judge. There you go. Dang it. All right. Your question. In what city was the show Full House set in? (laughs) Oh, man. See, and that's that's my uh, age, too. Full House. Shoot. And probably Uh, Fuller House as well. Although, to be fair, never saw. I would have no... Still there? Hello? Hello. Where are you? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Hello? Yeah, I said Bakersfield, California. I don't know. Bakersfield, California. As most shows are based in Bakersfield, no doubt. Chicago? Mm. No, San Francisco. San Francisco. Francisco. Got the right state. I was just talking to somebody the other day about that, and they were like, all I knew about San Francisco was Full House. And they were like, then I got to the middle of that city, and I was like, oh, yeah, it's completely different. Oh, for sure. That's a very nice, that's a super nice area of the city that house was in. Although I like Bakersfield, like real housewives of Bakersfield. <laughs> oh, oh, those got to be some I, beauties. Would you not watch that show? <laughs> What's that? I would watch that show. Yes. Sure. I said to get me Paul Malls. She hit him with a skillet. <laughs> Question four, Stuart. I don't know why I haven't married you. <laughs> get off my lawn chair. All right. Your question. Gravel. Hold my spitter. <laughs> Gravel, Igneous, Slag, Hoople, or Jones? What was Wilma Flintstone's maiden name? Gravel, Igneous, Slag, Hoople, or Jones? Let's go Slag, Hoople. Slag, Hoople is correct. Oh, there you go. Very qu- good. Very good. Quick question for you guys. So it's a blind date. You can't see her yet. And I go, Miles, 
<laughs> so she's awesome. And you say, what's her name? And I say her name is Wilma Slaghoople. I'm going for it. You going for it? I'm yeah. absolutely in. Wilma Slaghoople? You can't judge a book by its cover. Are you sure? <laughs> yes. I know a romance novel by looking at the cover. Yeah, you do. I know a horror movie by looking at or a horror book by its cover. That, isn't that? Yeah, you can judge a book by its cover. I'm sure. Can. Right. But I give her a chance. Oh, that's kind of the point of the cover. Well, well, no, slag hoople. Well, I like, and again, you saw like I like slag, so slag hoople's got to be great. What are you ever going to go with the Wilma Slag Hoople ever again? Is that Dutch? I guess <laughs> the Dutch clan. German. Yeah. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Get enough of the men's room. Listen to the men's room daily podcast on the radio.com app. Cowboy man, it's a drinking time. Somebody out there deserves to be recognized. And the men's room knows just who it is. So to you, we say, bottoms up, sailor. You're the toast of our shot of the day. Drink time it is. As usual, we head to the drink desk and see the throw hill to find out who we're toasting. Yes, indeed. Before we get there, Mendrum Show, Mendrum listeners, I think we have the opportunity to try to get a word into the Scrabble Dictionary. All right, so we're saying the male equivalent of a Karen. Well, people keep giving different names. If we pick one and we all just say it, hopefully, and spread it to your friends and don't listen, see if it happens. So they're saying, well, you would think the male Karen would be called a Richard. I, I understand the meaning. Someone else, a male Karen, Darren. <clears throat> the male Karen, a Ken. Darren is the male Karen. A male Karen is a Peter. And on and on it goes. So like, we should just pick uh, a name we don't like. Got their own What's thing. a really popular name that people like? Matthew. <laughs> Lance. <laughs> I feel like Lance is that, man. Lance. I feel like Lance would be a Karen. Pete. Yeah, Pete. Don't be a Peter or a Richard. Uh, but, Miles, today we toast the Animal Liberation Front, also known as ALF, A-L-F. In case you can't tell by the name, the Animal Liberation Front, it's a loosely connected international political resistance movement dedicated to nonviolent direct action protests against animal cruelty. And as you can guess, in no way did I just Does read that, that straight off cats. of uh, Anyway, they recently released an estimated 25,000 to 40,000 mink from cages at a farm in Ohio. We know why the mink were there. So they released them. Anyway, they also spray-painted the letters ALF, and they put the phrase, we'll be back. Well, employees at the farm, they were able to corral many of the mink uh, that remained on the property, but about 10,000 still remain unaccounted for. And I'm sure the ALF felt very good for their efforts until they found out that so many mink were crushed trying to cross a nearby road. 
that a plow was hired to clear the bloody and pulpy carcasses away. So that's what, fine work, guys. You liberated them. That's brilliant. Yay. Yay. They tried to cross the street, and cars kept running over them. So at least 10,000 were turned to pulpy mush. Yeah. Good work. So we pour this booze, and we drink this booze because we think it's yummy. Yummy! So over the tongue and down the throat to party in our tummies. Down the hola, bitchola! Thanks for listening to the best of the Men's Room podcast. Want more of the Men's Room? The greatest story never told with Miles and Thrill. Also available on Radio.com. Double Flush Production. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.